0: Welcome to Ghostwatch 2017, a podcast about Ghostwatch 2016, a podcast about Common Rider Ghost with my friends, Kate and Heather. This one has my friends, Adam. Hello. And Alexi. Hi. This is episode 29. Uh, three, two, one. Episode, episode 29. Teeth out
1: smiling.
0: In episode 29, we see the birth of a gnome and several explosions and maybe a dead body. And I'm so, so sorry you had to see this episode,
2: Alexi.
1: Yeah, how are you doing? <laughs>
2: There's a lot going
1: on. <laughs> are you okay?
2: I, I don't know. <laughs> there was a lot of layers. There, there are highs and there are lows yeah. in this episode, especially for me. It's like those art supplies. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh.
1: Worse if you've seen the... Um, side stories? DVD bonus side story, because <laughs> then you really, really feel bad. Oh. It makes it worse.
0: No. I mean, do we want to watch those? Should we set aside time for that?
1: They're, they're, they're only like 10 minutes each, so it's like a grand total of maybe 40 minutes commitment.
2: We should do a special episode that goes over those. All right. Yeah. Where are they setting lines?
1: Like timeline. Sort of all over the place, like some way in the past and some like at the same time. So they probably, I, I would say we should probably watch them after.
0: But Alexi might hate the show by then <laughs> and never speak to me again.
1: Well, that's a risk we'll have to take. Okay. Because otherwise, spoilers.
2: All right theme song we were watching a show made of reject sony r&d special effects spreading across half a century magic ghost shirts pokeballs and fanny packs and despite never leaving coriander is back the bestest host that watched Common Rider Ghost has more to say with this replay. Join Adam and Alexi in this meta fun rehashing a show that still isn't done.
0: Enjoy the unseen with Ghost Watch Twenty Seventeen. So at this point, I think the only gnome I'm looking forward to is Wide Load.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I can't remember what gnome we saw the birth of in this episode and i don't remember the explosions
1: it was like the phoenix bird one ow yeah Th- uh these two episodes are the, like the 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 high point that i was looking forward to and after that it's all downhill oh no <laughs> i i forgot that so much good stuff happened in just this one episode you get they, they got s- so much done
2: yeah yeah should I just skip to like the thing that obviously mattered to me the most?
1: Sure. Okay. <laughs> Wait, there's two things that it could be.
2: That is true. There are a couple of things. The main one that matters to me more than other people is the the point where Onari disguises himself yes. as some kind of punk hooligan. Oh, with the pants! With the pants! With the yelling! Yes! The White, it's so good! White red pants. Yeah, my brain just shut down the first time it happened. There were no notes made whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's I just so back.
0: fascinating, so arresting. It's yeah,
1: you, yes. you, you wow. Can, can always remember that moment.
2: I watched it repeatedly because every time there was something <laughs> else, it's like, oh, he has lipstick on and a face tattoo. And there's some midriff as he's like spins around. It
0: was a lot to handle. I think we rewatched it like three times during our watch, and we had at this point stopped pausing to take notes.
2: Yeah. It was shocking. And I was thinking about why, and I realized that part of it is that it's about like how like scandalousness is a very subjective thing. Because like I'm a big fan of Sherlock Holmes, especially the Jeremy Brett version, like Granada, which is a very like traditional Victorian depiction of Sherlock Holmes. There's no like modern stuff. And I remember that there was one episode because Sherlock Holmes, Jeremy Brett is usually wearing like a full Victorian kind of waistcoat get up. And there's one episode where something happens where like someone breaks into the flat or whatever and Holmes comes out and he's wearing like a nightshirt, And I was like, oh. I was like, scandalized. It was like, what? <laughs> He's so indecent. It's like
0: seeing someone out of uniform.
2: Yeah, but it's it's like, you know, there's the people will, will talk about how the paintings of like a woman showing her ankle, it was like, oh dear, how, how sexy, how scandalous that you can see her bare ankle. And nowadays we look at it and we're like, that's ridiculous. But after watching all this Sherlock Holmes to see Jeremy Brett in just like, A nightshirt, which still covered all of him. It was like, oh, (laughs) I can't believe it. How could they show this on TV? And so Onari, who normally is wearing a full monk getup, for him to be in tight red pants and like a leather jacket, it was just so scandalous. And he carries it so well. He does. He really pulls it off, which I can't believe. But he does. It was weird, man. So that was the high point. (laughs) The low point was obviously the heartbreaking ending. I was already upset enough because the last time that Elaine is talking to Grandma Fumi, she does, like, she starts talking, like, slower and slower and starts kind of drifting. And I was like, is she dying?
1: (laughs) Yeah, they really telegraphed it.
2: Oh, yeah. I was so upset, <laughs> yeah. but
0: it still, it
2: still hurt me a little. Because <laughs> they are telegraphing it. It's like, oh, she seems to be just slowly dying, like, on Elaine's shoulder. And I was like, is this going to be a thing that, like, she dies right now and Elaine doesn't realize it because he doesn't know how normal people do? And then Canon shows up and she's like, oh, Grandma Fumi's just sleeping. when he put this coat on her. And it's like, guys.
1: I feel like Canon does also not know what people do. She, she was an icon for a while.
2: That's true. She spent many years in Gan Mahel. I mean,
0: she was an icon for a long time. So maybe, maybe that influences her a little bit. It's like, oh, yes, most people are inanimate objects.
1: Yeah. Or she was just trying to make him feel better. She's like, no, she's just sleeping. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. But I think she was actually sleeping at that point.
0: I think she
2: was actually dead at that point.
1: (laughs) No, I think when she dropped the Takayaki is when she actually died.
2: That does mean she was dying before that. Oh, she
1: was totally dying.
2: Of just, like...
1: Her life force fading away. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) But, oh, Peavy was like, he was so happy. And he'd gotten to the trouble of finding all those art supplies. I don't want to watch the next episode.
0: (laughs) The start of the next episode, or at least when they finally address Fumi, really upset me. Mm. I got really mad. So look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be as heartbreaking as you want it to be. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: Maybe she lost the will to live when she saw Elen in the outfit she picked for him and realized (laughs) it was awful.
0: But it's awesome. It is. Don't you talk about my poncho boy that way?
1: I forgot. (laughs)
2: <laughs> the only upside is that, okay, so yes, she hands it over, and I'm like, that's not clothes. That's- <laughs> <laughs> and then he puts it on, and I'm like, okay, still not clothes, but go on. But uh, it matches his uh, Necrom colors. Like, it does. It actually, because Necrom has always been a weird outfit to me that didn't even feel like it should belong to Elaine because it doesn't seem to match him. It's like a diving outfit. Yeah. But at least when he had like the poncho and and the clothes under it, his color scheme in, in plain clothes was like white and green, which is Necrom's colors. And I was like, I guess it could, I guess this can work. And I was like, yes, this is just his clothes now. Weird choice, <laughs> ghost. Yeah. <laughs> but then he changed out of them right away, so I don't know if they'll be back.
1: Oh, they'll be back all right then it's it's weird because he changes out of them and then it takes like i feel like a couple episodes before he puts them in regular rotation
2: Hmm. see that makes less sense with grandma Fumi dead because i could see him being like okay she was sad that i didn't wear her clothes i'll i'll do it for her but if she's dead and then he still eventually is like guess i'll wear these and that doesn't make any sense
1: that's how i remember i could be wrong we'll find out i guess
0: he and does I, eventually
2: wear it full time.
1: Yeah, but I feel like I, I feel like it took a little while. Like he didn't just go, Oh, she's dead, I feel bad I should wear these clothes, but it took like a little while for some reason. I think his
0: clothes got trashed and I yeah. had to switch them out.
1: And it was like he was like, All right, I guess I'll wear these now.
2: <laughs> I mean his clothes right now have a big slash through the front of them, but they're not totally trashed. It was it was funny that he gets the clothes and he's like no, I don't really want to wear these. And then Canon comes, and they're just standing there in front of Fumi's hakiyaki stand. And Cannon looks at him and is like, no, put them on. And I'm like, right now? <laughs> right here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Oh, you reminded me of a thing. No.
1: <laughs> Listen, I just watched a direct-to-video x 8 episode where you totally saw a dude's butt. So, like, naked uh-huh. butt. Yeah. Which which dude? Uh Dan Caruto, actually the one who was on um
2: Terrace House. Uh, Yeah, Terrace House. Oh shit.
0: Why aren't we on yeah. that one? Well because it's X aid and uh It's too good. It's too good. He was just
1: fully like naked with like a like one of those like light effects covering his crotch and it was <laughs> like for really no good reason except the character's insane. <laughs> and I, hella spoilers if I explained him so.
2: I, I've seen like a short a short clip of some scenes of him after I just like saw him on Terrace House and then heard he was in a common rider. And man, I wanna watch that one. And man, his character seems like a fun time. Yeah. Which was very in contrast to his way of acting on Terrace House, which is presumably somewhat like he is in real life, which was much more like they called him Prince. He was like mm-hmm. withdrawn and kind of regal a bit. He was mostly just shy. But Aww. I can't believe you see his entire ass in a <laughs> common rider.
1: I couldn't episode. believe it. It was very surprising. <laughs> I've watched a lot of Common Rider, and I think this is the first time I've seen somebody's butt.
0: Yeah, usually <laughs> like there's a lot of ass, but it's fully clothed.
1: Shin Common Rider, which was their attempt to revive the franchise sort of in between the um Showa and Heisei eras. Um there's actually like a naked lady, but I don't think you ever see the dude's butt. It was it was supposed to be the gritty common rider.
2: I was overcome by just a a cut of, of inari's midriff. I don't know if I can handle a Common
1: <laughs> Rider episode with full yeah, I was real surprised. I'm still getting over it.
2: And then okay, and then in in like tangentially related shipping talks since that's been going on for a couple episodes. <laughs> There was also this great moment where PB is kind of like dealing with feelings and starting to be like, maybe I have a heart and can have feelings. Um, and then Canon and Makoto come by, which is the moment where Grandma Fumi calls Cannon um, Phoebe's cute little girlfriend. But the next scene is that, like, Makoto and him share this, like, Big smile look, and Makoto says, You're just getting used to these feelings. I can wait until you know what I or you know what you want. And I was like, and there's a swell of romantic kind of music. But I was like, I don't know how else to interpret this. Just friends. <laughs> Pal's. Oh. Buddies.
1: Also in shipping talk, there's a double slap.
2: <laughs> <There is> double <laughs> slap.
1: Oh, No. I won't I mean, never give up my ship.
2: There was the moment no. Where Igor saw Akari on the camera and said something about like that woman really irritates me, and I I thought of you and your shipping.
1: Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn it! And then you had some slap flashback. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Oh, I'm
0: trying to think now of like the Sailor Moon shipping titles, like cookbook and things like that. So there's like a nickname for each character, and then you combine those two words.
1: Mm-hmm. So it is.
0: Oh, that's cute. What are the
1: Steamy Akari.
0: (laughs) Akari punk.
1: Yeah, that's good too. Although I kind of like Steamy Akari because it sounds a little little sexier. (laughs) Or maybe just slap friends. Just
2: slap friends. Everyone has so many names on this show that when I try and think of it, I just like my brain stops being able to compute because I can't even get to the second person because I'm just iterating through the nicknames of one person. I
0: legitimately forgot that a lot of these were nicknames and was just like, yeah, we should generate nicknames for these characters for the relationships. <laughs> <laughs> so we could talk about the relationships shorthand. So it's like, yeah, we'd call Mr. Steampunk
2: something different. <laughs> <laughs> the only one is that I can't think of what Spectre's nicknames are. Because Spectre was this thing
1: that... Uh, Spectre doesn't really have any nicknames. Except for Spectre. Spectre.
2: Spectre. Hmm. There's so much going on in this episode. Because there's also all the stuff with Houdini.
1: I love all the stuff with Houdini. It's fantastic.
2: Yeah, it's like you have Yuki. Who is like this schoolgirl. And as soon as Houdini takes over. I wrote that... Uh, he's flamboyant as fuck. Cause it's just like he bursts into the world, and there's chains, and there's eye shadow, yeah. and yeah. there's aggressively colored contacts. And
1: I just really like her performance.
2: Yeah, it's like a makeover
1: from both sides. Like I like like she does a really good job of being like the like a quiet schoolgirl, and then an amazing job of being Houdini.
2: I think that might be
0: the fa- my favorite part of the show in general is just. Characters acting as other characters.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, well, I loved when it was um, the business man. Oh yeah, he is standout. Mm-hmm.
1: I I actually like Houdini more than businessman, but that might be also be because I think the actress is extremely cute. <laughs> the um the actress who um plays like schoolgirl Houdini girl. Uh, is actually the same actress who uh, played the Yellow GoBuster on Tokumei Sentai GoBuster, uh, aka the one where they wear leather instead of spandex. Oh, yeah, like aka the one that people like but is considered to not be well liked, where they tried some new stuff and they got bad ratings, but it's actually a very good show. Are you googling this?
0: Not yet. Okay. I was I was writing it down on paper and then I forgot the name of the show. Oh. <laughs> so I was just I was just gonna listen to it in the recording later.
1: Okay, it's it's GoBusters. Um, th- also, the weird thing about it is that they make a bunch of references to like English uh, Power Rangers. Whoa. like hmm. like the monsters are called I think are called Megazords, and their no. henchin phrase is "Morphin' time," <laughs> <laughs> or no, "Let's morph." Weird. And they did not, actually, they had not, they had not made a Power Rangers series from it. They skipped it, uh, but they're actually going back this year and adapting it. Wow. Or they were, I don't know if it's still happening now that Saban like fully sold off the franchise.
0: Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They
1: were going to be. There's a lot of drama
0: happened. in the Power Rangers sphere. Yeah. Good thing we're on Common Rider and there's no drama at all.
1: Yeah, because the last time they adapted to Common Rider series was like 15 years ago.
2: Safe. Uh they they bring back the worst Ganma. The green one? Horse axe.
1: Oh, oh right.
2: Yeah, yeah. When like the
0: first time you asked if they brought any of the other ones back, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, that stupid chest horse axe thing. They, yeah, I think most of them make another appearance at least once.
2: Yeah. They really just, like, did they run out of budget? Are they spending all their budget on Gamma Hell? Did the costume designer quit? Like, is I, that, is I that why tell. costume is
1: what it it's is? Very hard to say.
2: Because they, they
0: in the storyline, revisit a lot of characters and locations a lot. So, I
2: don't know. Yeah, because they just have stopped a new Gunma, huh
1: they're just going through all the old ones no I mean there was a new gun miser Ugh. not in this episode wasn't the phoenix one new like it didn't do anything but it showed up
2: there was a clone man but he didn't yeah so um yet. Alexi, oh, okay. there's like
0: 15 identical clone mans
1: and
2: uh-huh. they
0: are different <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah, basically you stop getting new Ganma, but you get gun misers instead which are much much worse
2: and you yeah. can't always tell when there's a new one. No. Yeah, I really did not like pimple butt as a design. <laughs> so if it's more like that, I'm going to keep you disappointed.
1: There's there's one coming.
2: Which? Wedding cake?
1: No, what crap.
0: Oh, wide load. No, I love yeah. wide load. Shut up. Shut up about wide load.
1: <laughs> no, but Alexi's going <laughs> to lose her It's too mom. short.
0: It's <laughs> my favorite.
1: Yeah. But I'm just I'm just saying it's also terrible.
0: Oh, but sometimes it's good to have fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you like terrible things. Shush, Hmm. Judgy. You have admitted this.
0: Since when? Since when?
1: (sighs) On our Mm. other podcast.
0: (laughs) You mean the one that the public will never hear?
1: What? Why have we been working on it for a year?
0: <laughs>
1: is this another one of your long games? Well, they, they all are. Oh, boy. You've been trolling me a lot. Life is a long game.
0: Alexi, I, I do a monthly podcast with Adam and a friend Jeff, where we watch a movie, to well, not together, but we talk about a movie together, and then in rotation, one of us picks the next movie.
2: Yeah, cool. And it has not come out? No. Nope. How many times have you done it? Uh,
1: uh like 15. Over 10. maybe thir- 12 to 15. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Corey's, Corey's having some trouble figuring out what she wants to do with it.
0: Yeah. That's fair. And they're willing to keep recording with me. And it's fun to do. So,
1: yeah. So watch for Super Cinema Explosion coming to a podcast or something near you. Maybe
2: maybe this is the uh like the the softball <laughs>
1: you know. this is the backdoor pilot
2: yeah the backdoor pilot you know that viral
0: demand yeah so in two months we'll be posting this <laughs> <laughs> then, then our mm. listener will let
2: no, me know two, our, our two dear
1: listeners
2: adam doesn't if they're count still,
1: if they're still listening by then
2: That's true, there's a lot of time in between and there was a definite period of time where it did seem like there were no listeners. (laughs) Oh no, they're they're out there. Yeah. And they're awesome. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah. yeah.
2: I just, I really just keep circling back to that Onari scene. I'm sorry, I cannot concentrate. He showed it, (laughs) I'm filled with worldly desires and adrenaline. And he just couldn't be stopped. That was the no. amazing thing. It's like they kept cutting back to him every time I thought it was done. And there were more security guards piling on top of him. But he was powered by Punk and could not stop. Uh,
1: it is my second favorite Onari costume.
2: It's mm-hmm.
0: your first favorite. Has it happened already? It hasn't happened yet. The disguise he wears for the Billy the Kid episode is really good. Yeah, that's what I was
2: thinking of.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: He
2: does end up in other clothing.
1: I don't want to spoil it, but it's good.
2: Yep. It's very good. Well, I'm excited. I I like this one a lot. It broke my brain repeatedly, but in a good way.
0: Anything left to say about the episode other than well, let's find out if for sure
2: Phoebe's dead. <laughs> I I do feel like it's a callback to the earlier episodes and that everyone's bonding over dead fathers again. Oh yeah. That is now once again the way that everyone relates to each other. But hey, if it could just maintain this level of good, that would be awesome. Like, that I know would it would be awesome. That would be so nice. But it wow. was such, this episode was such a mix. It had fun things. It had unexpected things. It had heartfelt things. It had a gut punch cliffhanger. Yeah, and they've yeah. they're taking advantage of this fact that at this point they've spent like twenty. Nine episodes building up these characters, and they can like do emotional stuff with them, and they're growing as people. Like, PB is going through like his whole redemption arc. It's good stuff. Uh,
0: mm. I think X8 hits that in episode five,
1: <laughs> something like that. Sigh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, that's all I got. I'm sad about the art supplies, and I'm happy about Funk Onari.
1: That's a, that's a reasonable reaction to the episode.
2: Those art supplies were expensive too. I'm sure. How did he get real money?
1: He probably robbed somebody,
2: <laughs> or
0: possessed them
2: with a gnome, or killed them.
1: Who knows?
2: He just flew down from the sky and pulled them out of people's hands.
1: Maybe maybe he took it from Grandma Fumi's stand while she was sleeping. <laughs> No, it got dark.
0: <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, thank you, anyone who's listening. <laughs> we no, we know you're out there. We we yeah. like you a lot. Uh, I'm Coriander Dickinson,
2: and you can find me on Twitter at @apsilar.
1: I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter at GoldSarcasmium.
2: And I'm Alexi Peppers, and you can find me on Twitter at AM Peppers.
1: Ciao. So long.
2: Bye. <laughs>